Kia and hello everyone. You are back here in the Kahau podcast brought to you by the Kahau ETL e-commerce program, e-commerce of full indigenous by indigenous. And you have me again. I'm Millie. I will be your host. And if you like all our episodes or the things we've been putting out, you know, we have amazing indigenous entrepreneurs that are being interviewed in our podcast and also our partners please do follow us on facebook and also subscribe to our youtube channel and please also download our episodes over spotify and today we have another shopify indigenous entrepreneur who'll be coming forward she has an amazing business and she's actually a previous student, so an alumni of the Kahau 2021 program. She's a four-figure awardee during the awards night, and also she got the Excellence in Tribe Building Award. Without further ado, I want all of you to welcome Tracy Aramoana of Aramoana Gifts. Hi, Tracy. Uh, kia ora, Mary. Thank you very much for having me today. Kia Can you tell our online audience who you are and where you're about in Aotearoa, New Zealand? Uh, kia ora, Millie. Yes, uh, ko whareo te manga, ko hokianga te awa, ko nātaki matawhairoa te waka, ko kaiwaha te marae, ko Ngāpui Nui tonu te iwi, ko Tracy Aramoana tuku ingoa. So I hail from up north in, in Hokianga, in the Hokianga area. Whareo uh, is my mountain, Hokianga is my river. Uh, Nataka Matawhairoa is my waka, and Kaiwaha is my marae, and of course uh, Ngāpuri is uh, my iwi or my tribe. And uh, we are actually based in Pairata, which is down in South Auckland near Pukekohe. Wow, amazing. Now, I'm just excited for everyone to know what is your business about? Can you tell everyone? Sure. So we make uh, high quality contemporary creative feather art. So feather cloaks or kākahu, as well as taonga, jewellery and gifts. So how did you start this business? Is this just something that came out of the blue or did you like have this passion to start this even even before? By accident. (laughs) It started by accident. Our whole business is built on uh, gifts with love or um, something that enhances or helps people to celebrate or commemorate life's special moments. And it actually came out of uh, one of our special moments, which was I was getting married in 2018. And my mother has a background as a sample machinist. Throughout her career of 40 to 50 years, she created and stayed with three of the top fashion designers in New Zealand. So her clothes that she has created have been on runways, fashion shows. Uh, I think some of them might actually be in the, the museum, the fashion museum in New Zealand. And so, so I knew that if I said to her, can you please make me this, she might be able to do it. I was more worried about her making the kākahu for me than, than my actual wedding dress. And because I knew that she is fantastic and amazing uh, sample machinist. And just the feeling of being able to wear something that has the history through it, like, you know, mum did and has got the knowledge of being able to create a traditional kōrawai and to do weaving. She started off doing things like the and things like that as well and just having all of that knowledge and then being able to wear that was such a huge tribute of you know wore it on my wedding day uh, my husband had one as well when our baby was born uh, we've got six children and then when when baby was born the last one we had a family uh, photo and you know there was 11 of us I think in the photo and each one of us had had a kākahu on 
so something that mum had created and so our business was made because I wanted to, to celebrate what mum was able to do you know just that feeling of being able to be wrapped in love and we wanted to be able to give that or to have other people experience that same feeling and so that's really how the business began we only started with friends and, and family and then it just grew and grew and grew. Wow what a lovely story and there's nothing like being wrapped into aroha of someone that is dear to you. So uh, during this journey of yours did you have any limiting beliefs that you had to overcome if yes how did you do it oh yes I guess the biggest limiting belief was we've got the passion for it we knew what we wanted to be able to create but the limiting belief was how do we show other people just how good and what kind of quality we have and so the limiting belief was um, things like learning how to market things and not ever did I think you know what were our products good enough because I knew that they were good enough I knew that they had amazing quality it was more around how can we show other people that and so how did I get over that actually it didn't happen until Carl (laughs) it didn't happen until Carl because I never wanted to do that like even talking to you on this I I don't like doing the videos or anything else like that and if it wasn't for Carl and, and we had to do the video logs and we had to get more confidence in being at the forefront of our business instead of behind the, the camera all the time. Yeah, I, I think the biggest limiting belief was just being able to believe that I could be in the front instead of being at the back working. So what were the strategies for you to like finally overcome that limiting belief? So what did you do? I did the Kahal challenge. That was really hard. I It is. Is yeah, it five it, challenges? It, yeah, five challenges. I mean, I, I thought... You know, the first challenge, you know, that's not a problem. And then it says, well, you know, you've got to video it. The reason why I thought I could get over it was because I thought if I don't get over it, then I'm not going to progress. I'm not going to be able to move forward. And I knew at the end of last year that the only way to get our business to move forward was for me to get out of my comfort zone and jump right in. Wow. Definitely. Um, nothing like overcoming those five challenges. And I know it was one of the hardest part because uh, you've been asked to do something and then you have to post it online. Yeah, I didn't, How was I that didn't for like you? That. How was the Kahal journey for you? Oh, the Kahal journey challenge. It was a challenge. Um, not, <laughs> not just the five challenges, but the whole thing, because you learned so much, you know, like at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is a really nice pace. It's, it's not too quick. It's not too fast. And then as it got more and more into what we were learning and, you you know, the behind the scenes of, of our Shopify and, and what it actually meant. It, there's just so much to learn. The course could have been double the time and you still wouldn't learn everything. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Now let's go back just a little bit, step back about your product. Uh, I'd like to know what is the core benefit that your product is offering? What problem does it solve? I believe that our, all of our gifts uh, solve quite a few different things for people for example when when people have our taonga it, it solves the problem of being able to give a gift that has that is meaningful that is special that is a taonga or a treasure uh, so our problems that we solve with our product is really confidence for people you know like you've just had for example you're going on stage to be able to uh, receive an award so when you wear this you, you know you're wrapped in love from your whanau but also it's a way of being able to be um, confident and show people exactly 
what you've done and and to celebrate what you what you've achieved wow you said that this problem you're solving is for you to have this you know a gift that will be you can you people could easily buy for their fauna. I saw that you're making just a Maori gift. So is this also like a way to solve a problem that is, you know, offering your customers uh, a product that is focused on Maori or are you going to offer something modern outside of the Maori theme later on? Or is it purely Maori? That's a good question. We are a Maori-inspired whānau and we believe that by being able to fuse contemporary materials with um, tradition or being able to fuse contemporary materials with inspiration with, uh, from our Maori culture, it, it doesn't matter whether it's something that's a piece of home decor right through to a kākahu or a piece of clothing. Um, it's all been inspired by either our whānau or by, by our culture. And so it's it's interesting that I would be able to say that it's a modern take or a contemporary take on being inspired by your culture or by our culture. That's beautiful. Now, there'll probably be also, you know, brands or other businesses doing the same thing. But what do you think is the competitive advantage of Aramoana Gifts? with other businesses that are also offering the same products? I believe that our competitive advantage is definitely mum. She doesn't like to be referred to as as that. But the reason why is because, you know, when you have over 50 years of, of knowledge, being able to produce some of the top fashion icons as in, in clothing, etc., and to have all of that knowledge being able to be used within a, a business that is, or utilized, sorry, not used uh, in a business is definitely a, our competitive advantage. When you buy a piece of clothing or a, a tongue or a product from us, you'll know that it's one runway quality. And that's one of the things wow. that we say to people. You'll know that, you know, we use um, hypoallergenic earring fittings where we can. We back everything with guarantees. We don't just sell the product. We believe in our products and we stand behind them 100%. So it will be your expertise, 100%. That will yes. be your competitive advantage. Nice. Now, do you have any products that you'll be offering in the next few weeks that you'd like us to know? Uh, yes. Uh, two days ago, we actually installed another new machine. Um, so we've bought wow. three new machines since Kahal. Uh, one of the ones that we've just installed is a commercial laser cutter. And so we're going to be bringing out a whole new gift range, hopefully in time for Matariki near, near the end of June. Wow, you're growing. I'm excited to talk about that later on, about the growth of your business. Now, um, just for those who are also venturing into the e-commerce space, can you tell everyone what platform is your website on? We started off uh, very basically with uh, Swiftly, which is a New Zealand one. We very soon outgrew that. Like We were just dipping our toes, really. We didn't really know what to, to expect. And so we moved quite quickly over to Shopify. And we were glad that we did because when we did Kahal, that's when we were really glad because they were using Shopify as well. Now, for those who are not familiar with the e-commerce space, can you tell them how was it that you started your e-commerce? How did you start about, you know, how do you think about it? That I want to sell my products online. We didn't think too much about a website when we first began we started on on Facebook we started on social media we didn't know that we needed a website until we really needed a website and we were doing a lot of face-to-face more than online and so we swapped over to online quite quickly because especially when things started to shut down in New Zealand we really needed to be able to to use something online that would help us to be able to grow in the the, 
e-commerce way of selling. Now, going back to your Shopify, you said you're already in Shopify, which is a very powerful platform for e-commerce. What are your favorite apps? What are those apps that you've installed, you've used that has helped you with your e-commerce operations? Oh, the one that I use almost daily is Bulk Image Edit. And so with that one, it, it gives me the opportunity to be able to watermark all of our photos. So it does it itself. So it batch edits everything and puts our watermark on there for or our logo on all of our photos. So I don't have to do that individually, which is really, really awesome. That's probably my top one, actually, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, because we put a lot of photos on there. If it wasn't for Kahal, I don't think I'd have half as many photos on there as I do because, you know, Kahal was like, you need at least six to seven and you need this one to look like this. And, you know, you need a couple of lifestyle photos of people actually using it or, or wearing, you know, wearing your stuff. And we didn't do that before. And then when we did Kahal, it was like, oh, now we need about seven. And so now there's about, for every product that we have on there, we put about, you know, seven or eight photos on at the same time now. Nice. Now about also, you know, e-commerce um, since you've been there for quite a while now you've been working on your website you have another one before Shopify what are the common e-commerce mistakes they usually see being implemented or maybe you've also implemented yourself and you know how did you avoid that I think one of the top e-commerce mistakes is actually and everyone's going to do it when they when they begin with Shopify is um you really don't know what you're doing. Find, you know, go onto YouTube and, and find out what Shopify does. Like you said, it's a very powerful website. One of the biggest pitfalls is doing things like not knowing how to load products on properly or making them live before they're ready or making them live and forgetting to put how many stock numbers you have on there, which is uh, one of the things that I see a lot of people doing. Forgetting or, you know, not knowing where to put the GST on, which is a, which is a big thing in, in Shopify. Even though they're, they're little things, Knowing actually how to do that stuff is really, really important before you want to go on to building your website and then finding out that you're putting the wrong prices on. Now, do you have any, you know, since you've already overcome these uh, e-commerce mistakes, you already know your, uh, your way around these things. Now, do you have any strategies or, you know, current tactics that you are implementing to grow your business? especially in e-commerce? I would say one of the biggest things uh, learning from Kahal was bundles. Use bundles, definitely. Make sure that data becomes your friend. If you've got access to analytics, it's not just there for a show, that you actually do go into your analytics and check things. I would say the biggest thing that's helped us doing things methodically, making sure that your product descriptions are up to date. There's nothing worse than describing the wrong earring or the wrong product on, on another product's description by accident. Um, and that's a huge common mistake as well, because people just copy and paste without reading. And, and I know it's hard and, and difficult, but you know, in the end, it will actually help you if you have a system and you have a process of how to do it. Now about that, about processes. Now you've received the excellence in tribe building, meaning you've got a lot of traffic that went into your website. What process did you implement? How were you able to do this? I did it for free. That's the first thing. I did it all for free. How did I do it? Uh, during Kahal, it was nearing Christmas. So we went on the, the Christmas intake. And what I did was something called the 12 days. I, 
opened it up to other Pākehi or other businesses and I said to them, do you guys want to jump on board and what we'll do is you can give out one discount or one special or, you know, free shipping. It doesn't have to be a, a monetary thing. It could might just be an extra product or something or something that you wanted to show people. We'll do this over, I think in the end it was about 10 days. Each Pākehi or each business had each, you know, had a day. So mine might have been like Monday or something. And so what I did is is that when I posted it, I tagged all of the other Pākehi businesses that were with us during it. And we just did reels. We put it on our stories. We all shared the same photo. Um, I shared, you know, nine other businesses over that process of two weeks. And everything was already templated. Another process again, we did warm-up as well. Warm-ups as in, um, this is coming, you know, be on the lookout for it. That gained us the most traffic. And I think that was probably about a week or two before most of the stores launched. In what an effective way and also what what a way to do teamwork you're sharing each other's businesses so how about the others so you said that there were like 10 businesses that did this how were how was there you know uh, traffic in their website as well most of them gained more followers did say to them that it it would probably be more around brand or business exposure rather than sales um, and you know sales were in, awesome bonus because everybody wants sales but it was more around um here i am in this big sea of instagram or, or facebook or wherever else um they wanted to promote it um, they all said that you know it was good and being able to raise their brand awareness for example you know if i have two thousand followers a thousand or even a hundred that's still a hundred more that or might not be following yours for example mm -hmm. And so in the end, I think out of the 10 businesses, we we raised it to about maybe an extra 15,000 reach that we wouldn't have had before because, you know, each of us, we weren't all from the same industry either. So we did have a, a much wider range of, of audience for it. Wow. You're also successful, not just in the traffic space, okay? During the Kahal, you were also able to be awarded the four-figure award. How long did that take for you to get that sale? Yeah, so we just pretty much signed up with Shopify almost before Kahal began. We we just put it on there and I used the Kahal's opportunities to build things. That, so they'd say build this or build this bundle. And so instead of me just building one bundle and going, okay, this is what we're going to do. I ended up building about three or four different bundles. And so they were all activated or all selling around the same time. And so we hit um, four figures within two weeks. Wow. Four figures within two weeks. That's, you know, that's quite fast. What were these strategies? strategies that you could share the strategies that we used to do it was definitely bundles that was a very very first thing making sure that everything any tips um the whole layout of the pages the wording the product descriptions even the photos were following the kahal process so we followed the kahal process for each of those bundles that we did mm -hmm. and we were able to like we might sell bundle one we sold like four within two days and then the next one we sold something else and so we did have a lot going on at the same time but I, I I think the strategy is is definitely do the process make sure that you stick to it make sure that your title your product description and your photos is all correct and make sure that if you're doing the kahal that you follow their their process for doing the bundles because that's actually ultimately what brought it over the the four figures in such a short time now a lot of people watching us right now will be very curious when you you know you were repetitive in saying that it was the bundling it was the bundles can you elaborate more what a bundle is and how did you do that for your business it's basically bundling products together and so my very first bundle i thought i was doing well with it 
I was like, yeah, this this bundle is going to work. And I think we maybe sold maybe one of them. And I was like, well, actually, maybe that bundle isn't working. What did I do wrong? Have the right target audience, etc. And so what I ended up doing was I did tongue or jewelry bundles. So if you sell jewelry, you could sell a bracelet and a necklace and, you know, perhaps some earrings. And that would be like the main package of the bundle. But then I did bonuses on top. So I would do mm. things like how do you look after your bracelet or how do you look after your earrings? Um, I might have put free shipping in there as well um it was the incentives so you'd have the bundle plus the incentives and that's that was what the packages were that i created for kahal when you're doing the bundles how do you manage the prices because of course i assume that they will save more in buying a bundle so how did you go about adjusting the prices for it to be priced as one unit when there's actually three items there yeah that's a very good question because i started doing the bundles like so kahal runs for at least 10 to 12 weeks and i was starting to try and bundle more products before i actually knew the answers to that <laughs> so i was trying to uh, trying to shortcut it and i think the very first thing i, I remember travis in one of the the hui or one of the meetings saying if you're going to do bundles don't forget to actually make some money out of it as well <laughs> and because it's easy for you to just discount 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 or, mm -hmm. or cut down the price but you really have to make sure that if you're discounting the bundle that you got it at a, at a good rate in the first place you know you're not you're not about to sell or discount something at, at a, a price that you you're going to make absolutely nothing on it at all <laughs> i found the bundling pricing for products really difficult my background is in facilitation or, or in, in and teaching and, and and we've got a service business as well that we've had for 16 years and so i found that part really hard to be able to to get the pricing done on it so what i ended up doing was i made the bundle up to x amount so maybe 200 and then i then i cut it down to like a hundred hundred dollars so for that industry for jewelry and stuff it, it can be quite difficult to make a bundle now let me ask you You've got a lot of knowledge right now after Kahal. Your business is growing. You've got free machines after Kahal. But what are you most proud about this business, Aramoana Gifts? In a business sense, we are most proud, or I am most proud, that we've been here for three years. This is our third year. And typically, most businesses, if they're not going to keep running, then most of them will shut down within, you know, 18 months to two years. So once we passed that two-year mark, I was like, oh, this is good. You know, we're, we're now into our third year. Um, so that business-wise, the fact that we are... Um, still here is good. That means success to us. In a far no sense, it's been able to provide not only training for my own whānau but also it's been able to provide for our whānau so this is my full-time job I switched from working I think maybe less than a year into the into the business I made the decision to uh, quit my full-time job and did Aramoana Gifts instead. Wow what a bold decision and congratulations on your third year and since it is your third year and you probably be a little bit of an expert in what you do, what are effective e-commerce tips that you've implemented would you like to share to those who are just starting? Definitely get a website that can expand. So when we first started, we didn't get a, a platform that can expand or, or that you could add things in like apps. Definitely go on some training. You can never have too much training, whether it's Kahal or something else, you definitely need a 
support, find like-minded people, find like-minded support around there. Don't be afraid to use social media. Social media can be your friend. E-commerce wise, that, that might be the space that you would be able to find your followers and, and things first. Have a lot of fun. I mean, honestly, business is business, but if you're not having fun, then it's no, why are you in it? I, I would say the biggest tip of all is to have some fun. Learn lots, because I, I thought to myself, oh, okay, you know, e-commerce, why is it? You can never learn too much in this. There's always something more to learn. Definitely, totally agree with you. As an e-commerce entrepreneur, exposing a lot of different types of businesses, um, some of our audiences would like to know what other online business do you think has a lot of potential and you would recommend to our viewers to start or maybe look into? To be honest, one of the biggest things that I've seen that may or may not be online that much is something that Kahal spoke about, which is drop shipping and also free PL, which means, so say for example, if you have a business and you want to be able to distribute it, you might send your products to that storage facility and it all that warehouse and it's that warehouse that will be able to send out those products for you on your behalf you just send them the order there isn't a lot of places because we've looked as well 3pl wise uh, particularly as just starting up as, as businesses i really think in growth terms that drop shipping and 3pl is actually the the next two or definitely the 3pl or the warehousing will be the next thing that will grow nice that is worth checking out so guys check that out but for those people who've been wanting to buy some of those awesomeness and autumn wanna gifts where can they find you what is your website? What are your social media handles? So our social media handles are Aramoana Gifts or at Aramoana Gifts on Instagram and Facebook. Our website is www.aramoanagifts.com. Thank you so much, Tracy. It's been an amazing uh, time uh, inter interviewing you. And to those who want to check that out, we'll be putting all those links and uh, those social media handles of Tracy down in the comment section below please do check the store Adamoana gifts for your next um, gift giving to a special event if you like this episode please do follow us on youtube so we're streaming a live on that space please also check out our facebook channel if you want to get more of his uh, awesomeness please do like us on that space and also of course instagram please follow us and this has been the podcast episode with Tracy Aramoana. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you again next time. This is brought to you by the Kahau Itiao e-commerce program, e-commerce of four indigenous by indigenous. Kakite, bye. Thank you for listening to the Kahau podcast by Kahau Itiao program, e-commerce for indigenous by indigenous. Support our mission to uplift the lives of 10 million Indigenous people by following us in our social media channels on Instagram and on Facebook at Kahau Iteao Program. Should you wish to learn e-commerce with us, send us an email at kahau at twh.co.nz. See you next time. Matewa.